Welcome to On White Horses Broadcast. Your life is valuable and has purpose. It's our heart's desire that you know how valuable every day is. So take 15 minutes with us and be encouraged. We have a lot to talk about. Fear is not something that you were designed to carry. God has made you an individual person in him. And whether you take time to recognize him or not, he looks at you as being valuable and you are his child. But he's waiting on you to choose to believe in him. See, faith is the most powerful thing that we have. And fear is the opposite of faith. And when you have fear, fear grows things on the inside of you like anxiety, frustration, anger, and things that you don't even like about yourself when you look in the mirror. But God knows the depths of your heart better than you do. And when you choose to believe in him and you'll let him be Lord of your life, then he does something on the inside of your heart, which is way more powerful than anything you can do with your mind. Those are two different places. One has substance and the other one wants to control you. Your mind wants to measure your value. It wants to quantify and justify all your choices. But God, the author of life, already knows the answer to your choices, already knows the depths of your heart better than you know it yourself. And it, in the Bible, it talks about things that will cause you to pursue him with all of your heart, like peace that passes understanding. He loves you more than you love yourself. He doesn't just have love. He is love. And when you're willing to surrender and repent to the Holy Spirit, it is amazing how he begins to bring life to the depths of your heart. And you're not thrown away anymore by your emotions, anxiety, frustration, things you cannot control. That you can actually have peace. I've been trying to encourage you guys to get your Bible and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The New Testament is very powerful and it will show you how you can walk with God right now during your trail of life wherever life finds you, that God has the ability to anchor your mind in peace. So there's a parable I wanted to talk with you guys about, and it's the parable of the sower. It was what Jesus was teaching. And he talks about how a sower sows seed on the soil of your heart. And some of us have good soil, some of us had bad soil. But our soil is the results of our choices, whether we're making choices for momentary satisfaction or we're actually uh, making choices to build on other people, such as family, spouses, children. Because the art of the kingdom of God, of growing in him, is giving your life to others. Just like Jesus Christ gave his life for humanity, then when we believe that he was real, he died on the cross, he went to hell in our place. He was raised from the dead, and now he sits at the right hand of God. When we believe that he was born of a virgin, and he did, God did purchase us back with Jesus Christ's blood, that when we choose to believe in him, that we have a promise that we can hold on to of everlasting life, and it starts in seed form in your heart. 
That's the power of the gospel. Because in Mark chapter 4, Jesus taught plainly about that. And when I realized that the things that I put my eyes on or I listen to with my ears or I meditate on in my mind is what is going on in my heart. So if I'm listening uh, to music that, I mean, I don't have to explain much, but those words don't take my mind in the right places that, you know, if it hurts my relationship with my wife, I shouldn't be listening to it. If it makes me frustrated with my friends, I shouldn't have songs that bring division and strife. I just have to sh turn those things off. The soil of my heart's going to grow something. So when you have time, get your Bible out and read Mark chapter 4. Because the, these are some of the chapters that have changed my life and helped me. It made my life worth living. It made this trail that we get to hike whether we want to or not. That, that means that the sun's going to come up and the sun's going to go down and there's going to be another day. And then the sun's going to come up and the sun's going to go down and there's going to be another day. And what makes life worth living is when the author of life is what we put our faith in. To me, faith is the most powerful substance there is on earth. I've had hundreds of thousands of dollars and I've had zero. But my faith was stronger than either one of those days. And when obstacles would come for my family or things wouldn't go right, like for example, when my house burnt down to the ground right there in front of me, didn't even take 15 minutes, my faith in God carried me through it. It's not a religious cliche. It's actually a place where my heart is anchored. That even when me and my spouse, my wife, have a disagreement and we get really fired up because she's not seeing it my way and I'm not seeing it her way, what literally takes hold of my heart, quiets my mind, is that I have faith in God more than I have faith in myself. But faith only works if you choose to believe. Every single one of us, if we want to have peace, we can have faith in God. Because you can have faith in God when you go to work. You can have faith in God during the holidays. You can have faith in God. And you have to actually trust that he knows what makes you happy better than what you feel. It's important that you know that your feelings are not your identity. The best example I can give you, and since I'm a rancher, please excuse me, but one of my favorite meals is, for dinner is eating a steak. I really enjoy steak and potatoes. And steak and potatoes, you can put seasoning on it. A loaded baked potato, salt and pepper on the steak, and you can put it on the potato too. It is amazing the substance and the satisfaction that comes from that steak and that potatoes. Your belly's full and you feel content only for a few hours, but that moment is really, really good. And the best example that I've learned over the years is just it's just like feelings. Your feelings, you can get really happy for a minute and you're really excited that, that that moment fulfilled you, but then you're empty again. Well, how the Lord began to teach me on how to manage my emotions was realizing no different than 
a potato with, you know, sour cream, chives, onions, you know, cheese, really, really good stuff. If you just took a plate and put the sour cream, onions, cheese, and everything you like on a potato, but you took the potato away, would it still be good? No, it wouldn't be good. Just like on a steak. You can grill a steak. Now, a steak in and of itself is still good. But with all the seasoning on it, it's really good. But somehow, our culture has tricked us that the seasoning of life, of your emotions, is more value than the actual substance. That's as silly as us eating a bowl of salt and pepper and leaving the steak out. But yet a lot of us do it every week. But when you put your faith in God, he begins to expose to you how the emotions were meant for you to enjoy life, but not to be owned by life. Here's another example. I never knew what a deep love it was for parents to have for children until I started having my own kids. It was an amazing and unending love that even when they disappoint you or or do something silly, like when my son Bryce came home with his first speeding ticket, part of me was so angry and wanted to do something to teach him a lesson. And then the other side of me was like, how many tickets did you get, Travis? Oh, man, I got tickets too when I was his age, not paying attention. What's going on around me? My love didn't change for him, so that love overrided my frustration because he was already so disappointed that he got a ticket and he had to tell his dad. Well, those emotions, if I would have yielded to him, could have really, really hurt my relationship with my son. But since I approached it in love, he knew that he could trust me to walk with him through paying his ticket, court date, and things like that. Now, granted, it was no big deal. Everybody gets a speeding ticket if you're not paying attention to a sign that says 35 miles an hour and you're still going 45. But to him, it was the end of the world. And I realized that his emotions were overrunning his value as a, my son. How many times in our life does the God of this world try to overrun your value in your relationship with God by using your silly emotions? How many times have you tried to eat just the ingredients on a ba- load of baked potato or a steak, but not the actual potato and steak? Yeah, you can't live on the ingredients. That's not enough substance. But you can live on just a steak and a potato. But with those things combined, you can enjoy life in its fullest. But you don't want to get it backwards because it just doesn't work that way because God made things. And when you do it God's way, it's so much better. So when my grandpa passed away, I'm the oldest grandson, The sorrow and the sadness hurt deeply, but life went on. And what carried me through that was faith in God, was the eternal life that we have promised when we believe in God and we walk with him with all of our heart in faith in his love. He doesn't just have love. He 
is love. That's the danger of religion when God's seeking a relationship. But you'll struggle in finding a relationship when you don't pursue him. For example, those of you who are married, you'll struggle in your relationship with your spouse if you don't spend time with them. Even though they're committed, even though they'll sleep under the same roof, if you don't invest in them, your relationship becomes hollow. Well, it's the exact same thing with your heavenly father, except he is a spirit and he knows your spirit, the depths of your heart better than you do yourself. That's the power of the gospel. That's the power of faith. That's the danger of religion. The danger of religion will get you to go through the habits of a Christian, like maybe just attending a church and you'll leave out the private prayer time when no one's looking. The conversation is that you can have a God heart to heart. And I want to encourage you to step back and measure your life with your faith. Don't just acknowledge God as your Savior. Let him be Lord of your life. And what will happen is it will bring things back to center and it will really, really enrich your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your children, your relationships with your spouse, and it'll build your family because that is what God designed you for, is family. Man, if you've enjoyed this, check out my podcast. It's on white horses. Look it up or go to the website because there's more and we talk deeper in this. Look up Mark chapter four in your Bible and read that chapter. Because God wants to walk with you and you to have faith and never, ever yield to fear. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Well, we thank you for joining us today. Because of Operation Blessing and Kingdom Coalition partnering with On White Horses, we have the ability to give free food. It is available every fourth Tuesday of each month. We partner with volunteers and local churches coming together to give food and drink away with no strings attached. Our purpose is to show how valuable you are to God. If you are out or short of food or even struggling to make ends meet, come let us help you or your family at White Horse Arena. You can find more information at onwhitehorses.org or on Facebook at On White Horses. Once again, you can find us at onwhitehorses.org or simply send your contribution to P.O. Box 5, Boley, Oklahoma, 74829. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And remember, you are valuable to God, and God wants to walk with you. He loves you, and He's waiting for you to love Him back. And the Holy Spirit will meet you right where you're at in life and help you through all things. We will talk to you soon.